Echo Online community. Today is Vision Sunday. It sure is. We have bad vision. Yeah. So it's a good thing we're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So vision Sunday, it's going down today. Lean in and seek the Lord with us as we look forward on to the next year for what we could do as a local church. Table communities mm -hmm. kicked off this week and it's not too late to jump in. Go to our website and sign up to find the community that you are hoping for. Mm -hmm. Save the date. August 27th, our good friend Carrie Garcia will be in the house. This very house. This house. If you know her, you know her. If you don't, you will want to know her. She'll be here on that Sunday opening up our brand new series called Emoji on Spiritual Health. Save, Save the, the date! And invite a friend to join. Let's get healthy. Yeah, you really need to. <laughs> Lastly, thank you for your generosity and thank you for giving your tithe. 10% of your income as worship to God and His kingdom work. Mm -hmm. If you are looking to give, head to our website or text an amount to 84321 today. Enjoy Echo, Echo, Echo Online, Online service. service. We didn't need to see that together. I guess. No. All things are possible.
here believe that God's a man of his word today? Amen.
it again. Your name. 
As Christy and I were preparing for today, uh, it brought us back to some college memories. Can we all do that a little bit today? Can we reminisce and look backwards? If you can remember when you started something and how that first year might've felt, what you might've experienced. Uh, We both went to college and uh, one of us graduated and- uh, uh, (laughs) Wow, shots fired already. You did, you did. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Here we go. But our freshman, we want to reminisce a little bit on our freshman year. She did. Thank she did. you so much. Is my hair? Say that and have your hair. Oh, thank you. Welcome thank you. to Echo, everybody. Welcome. Thank you, Sam. Okay. I did graduate from hair school. Thank you. I dropped out my senior year at UMD because I wanted to go to hair school and I was paying for my own school and I did the math and I wasn't going to waste 15,000 on a degree I didn't, I knew I was not going to use. Thank you so much. All right. Freshman year reminiscence, reminisce, reminisce. Andy Cass, when he was a freshie, he lost a lot of weight. And when Christy was a freshman, she gained some weight. <laughs> I gave him permission to say that I did. I lived on Domino's Pizza. They were open till 2 a.m., $4, $2 for cheese bread. I loved it. Anybody and relate to the first one, by the way, by any it's okay. means? It's okay. No one's going to admit it. We're no brave souls, Andy. Andy stayed out of debt. He even went to a call at private college and was still out of debt. Yeah, and Christy got into debt. Praise Jesus. One of her gifts. Andy had no friends and no life. <laughs> and Christy literally friended everybody. It was my goal to know everyone in the dorm. Andy had one girlfriend, or as I call it, the GF. Yeah, and Christy had many BFs. <laughs> Freshman year, baby. I was a different person. Andy worked at a half-price store. Which is a retail uh, operation, which is so strange for me to work there, but I did. And then Christy got fired as a dishwasher. January hit and I was out of the money and I, only, and I didn't have a car. So I'm like, I guess I'll work on campus. Dining center it is, dishwashing. They kept scheduling me for 6 a.m. shifts. I got <laughs> fired. The only job I have been fired from. So far. So far. Wow. Wow. Andy got involved in a church plant down in Tulsa. Yeah, Christy got saved. Praise the Lord. Come on, come on, let's hear amen. Uh, and, there's an image on the screen. It's, where it's, are uh, we here? Do we have, oh, yeah. So you want to reminisce a little bit? I'm the girl in the shades going out to a club. Pray for me. Two tops in 99. Jesus, I had to take wear the a wheel. suit and tie and Christy. <laughs> Isn't that bad? Christy put floral on. <laughs> Lisa, I lost the leopard. Okay. Andy had to wear a tie for school. Can you imagine Andy yeah, Cass wearing a tie every single day? Never again. Never so, again. So there's our freshman experiences. <laughs> we learned a lot. When Christy and I were thinking about Echo and thinking about Vision Sunday, we realized that this last year was our very first year uninterrupted. You can get rid of that. Screen. We just you can <laughs> move on. We just made it through our freshman year. Can I hear an amen? Come on, y'all. We're here and we're still standing. And, and uh, you know, when I think about our freshman year, I think, you know, like, like you know, going up to college or starting something for the first time, uh, first time, at some point we imagine being there. 
right? And then we get there and then we start learning all of these things and experiencing new things. And for some of us, we, you know, we, we put structures in place and we, we felt like maybe we were established. And that's what the freshman year is all about. And so when we look at Echo and we think of everything that has happened in the last year, we look back and we say, thank you, Jesus, that we've made it. And we've, 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 we've put our foot on the ground. And last year's vision at this time was, was get up, let's get going, quote, a quotation by Jesus. And that's in essence what we did. And, and it's so fun to look back uh, and just see all that God has done. And so today what we wanna do before we look forward and in the midst of looking forward, we like going back and celebrating just a little bit and looking back. Now, if you're a guest with us today, we are so glad you're here. Really, we are. We're so glad you're here. And I just got to tell you, though, like, like you get a behind-the-scenes picture today. It's not the normal. Uh, you know, us bantering on stage is pretty normal. But uh, some of the numbers that we're going to share are, is, uh, you know, some numbers that we don't share a lot. But, but it is something to kind of portray the health of the church and, and the direction of the church. And so we're just really, really excited to share some of these things. All right, so we're gonna start with our attendance. Our average attendance on Sundays in 2021 was 441 people. So we have a slide for that. So that's awesome. And then we had an average of 94 children downstairs on a weekly basis. Woo woo, yes, cheer. Just picture 100 children in the midst of this. It would be epic. This is the moment where you thank the kids workers, those that are investing in our children every week and that you get to sit here uninterrupted uh, and your children downstairs having a lot of fun and learning about Jesus. So let's celebrate. We had average of 27 teens come on Wednesday nights for Echo High. Yes, clap it up. We love our youth group. Our youth group is for 6th through 12th graders. For those of you that don't know, if you are sitting in here right now and you are in 6th through 12th grade, we invite you to come at 7 o'clock every Wednesday night. It's amazing. And we really believe in investing in teens and maybe helping them from doing the things I did in my freshman year. You yeah. know? And, and one of the cool things that happened in 2021 is we hired Isaiah Lasea as our yes. youth pastor. Wherever. He's here somewhere. Whatever he might be. Yes. And, and I would just say this, you know, like 27 um, on average on a, on a Wednesday is really good. But I want to speak to the parent just really quick. A little vision for 2022. Your children are going to eventually graduate. They're going to move on. And you only have a few years left to invest in something that will last a lifetime. Yep. And I would just say this as a youth pastor that I, I was a youth pastor for 15 years. Uh, I can tell you one of the most uh, important investments is sending them to Echo High. Because guess what? They, you know what? They might be able to play volleyball. They might, be able to, they might be able to do your sports. They might be a part of clubs. And, and yes, they might be able to do that for a long time. But I'll tell you what they need to have alongside them. They need to have a, a, a legit relationship with Jesus Christ and a legit relationship with people that are pursuing after Jesus as well. And so that's what's important about Echo High. So, so here's the deal. Parenting 101, sometimes your kids don't want to do things because they don't feel like it. I hate to break it. If they don't feel like I'm going to Echo High, I go into Echo High, make them uh, and pay for their counseling later on in life. We love our teens. 
Uh, as for spiritual growth, there are some numbers that we want to celebrate as, as well, and we can flip to the next uh, slide, but, but what an awesome first number. 96 people committed uh, 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 really a, their life to Christ and Jesus. And, and whatever terms you want to use, 96 people said yes to Jesus or, re, or, or kind of said it again, say, yes, Jesus, I want to reconfirm my faith. Can we celebrate? Uh, the number I get excited about, though, is 40 water baptized. Uh, and that's, that, that symbolizes not just 40 individuals, but a individual, a person, a story of saying, you know what, I take God's word so serious that I'm willing to step out into the Zumbro River. Yeah. <laughs> not really knowing what's in, in there. And for some of you, you stepped into the waters here. And, and, but but in, in real uh, sincerity, uh, I think it's one thing to say, I follow Jesus in a prayer. It's a whole nother thing to actually do what Jesus calls you to do. And so let's honor those that were baptized this last year. We had 23 children get dedicated here on a Sunday, which was awesome. We've had lots of babies born here at Echo in the past year. And so we never take that lightly of just dedicating our children to God and setting a time aside to dedicate them and ask you to join us in praying for them. It's growing Echo Church one baby at a time. Yes. Yes. The baby Let's keep echoes. Doing it. All right, community, we have had 62 table communities in the past year. So our table groups are our small groups, Bible studies, life groups, whatever you are familiar with, but we love that. We do them in a semester format and we are kicking off a new semester this upcoming week. And sign up is available in the back and you probably got a sheet, but we love our small groups. Life change happens. Honestly, we always say this, life change happens in between Sundays and just finding your people, finding your place and having a safe place to land in conversation, spiritual growth, we love it. And so thank you for those that have led groups. Thank you for signing up for groups. We honestly value them so, so much. And we've had 333 people be a part of a group. And so we love that. And when I look at that number, I love how close it is to our average Sunday attendance because that to me means that you're coming here and you're doing life with people. And so we want that gap to be smaller every single year. And those are the numbers that really matter to us. The last one I would love to touch on here is 293 people are serving on our ECHO team. And so every single week, we are, a ton of volunteers are happening and serving and loving you. And so I just want to honor all of our team today. Let's clap. Clap for yourself. Now, the one thing, the one thing that, um, that uh, you don't see is last year we... We had 150 people on the team and I want to take a moment and honor my wife because this is, this is primarily her gift and her calling. She is on ramped over double the amount of people that were serving last year. And Christy, you're amazing. You do great. Can we Thanks, honor Sandy. Thank you. Christy. And the one number she skipped on the screen that, that helps you understand how she gets people on the team uh, and, and really stepping into their purpose and also community by serving uh, next to each other is we have a thing called Echo Culture. And the goal there is really the first steps into Echo and into community, into a vibrant 
life with Jesus, but yet also using your gifts uh, for the kingdom. And so when we see 300 people, a part of the team, we see 300 people who are being used by God within his kingdom. And that's just something to celebrate. So thank you so much. And if you have not attended Culture, please come. It's next week and the following week. So the first two Sundays of the month during second service, but we love it. And it really is my passion is helping people step into their purpose and walking alongside you and getting you connected. So the biggest thing we don't want is you sitting here not having a friend or knowing someone. And so life change happens when you're serving and when you're doing life together. And the thing I have to say, and for those that maybe are not a student of church in general, to have 300 people involved in the size of church that we have is unheard of. It's just simply, that's just not how it is. When I talk to pastors, they're like, how can you get people in the kids' room? How can I get people serving? How can I get people out in the parking lot? They're struggling with that. And so it's just something to really celebrate is, man, you, we have the privilege and honor to be able to lead this beautiful church of people who are getting their hands dirty with us. And man, I just want to say thank you. Uh, moving on to the next uh, looking back part of Echo Church is we want to take a moment and celebrate your generosity. Uh, this was a great financial year for the church. And uh, last year, what we saw is from you and your, your commitment and, and your uh, sacrifice, over $80,000 came into our generous initiative, which is specifically targeted for local and global initiatives, local, national, uh, and global initiatives. And over, you know, it took 413 type of donations and about 145 unique givers to go ahead and, and give above and beyond uh, their normal tithe or your normal 10% that you give to the church. And, and it's just something to celebrate. I, I think it's really awesome. And uh, it just clearly displays your generosity and you're willing to continue to invest in the vision of Echo Church. And, and I would say this is, is the second we raise the money, the second it's, it can be gone. There is more need than there is money coming in. And that's the truth. The vision can be so vast. And I just want to just say it once again, you know what? Pray and seek the Lord and say, how can I be a part of that vision? Financially, we saw a year last year where we, um, uh, our general, uh, our general budget uh, increased significantly as well. And it's, and I do want to mention this, that we raised about f- over half a million dollars uh, for the operation of the church. And that's because of your generosity. So let's take a moment and celebrate that as well. Uh, the one number that is not on screen, but I want to tell you about the general uh, giving component is there was, oh, there was almost 200 new donors that started investing in the Echo Church. And, and what I hear with that is that it's like not only are there people who believe in the vision of Echo Church, but also people who want to follow in obedience to what God talks about when it comes to our finances. And so that's just awesome. So thank you. The other number that you don't see, but is in my notes is this. We have 93 reoccurring givers to the Echo uh, community. And, and I just, this is a shameless plug. If you're a giver, do it reoccurring. It's just, it's easy. And then it helps us prepare uh, and knowing what's gonna come in every month so that we can step forward in faith in, in, in that way. And so uh, w- within that generous initi- initiative, uh, we wanna break down the missional component of it. So what we were able to do last year, 
is give $43,000 to local, national, and global initiatives because of your generosity. And on top of that, we invested 15, about $15,000 into church planning. And so let's celebrate that. That's amazing. And then the last initiative that we want to talk, and we just started this really in essence in December, is our new initiative, and that's called Here to Stay. <laughs> uh, anybody agree with that, Here to Stay, baby? Uh, we don't want to be just a good idea. We want to be a permanent, rooted church here uh, in the city. And uh, what we were able to do in a very short time is raise $44,000 uh, for the future purchase of our permanent location, wherever it might be. Now, interesting enough, there was 54 donations that, that made that happen. And if you really look at those numbers, it's, it, that $44,000 is really comprised of a few large donations. And this is where I want to just kind of throw it at you a little bit and just kind of, again, I'm, I'm not trying to guilt you, but I just want to paint the, the reality here, is 38 unique givers gave 44000 I don't know if you can see what I can see, but I can see that there's a few people that really bought into that vision. And I'm just wanting to ask this simple question. What if we all bought into that? What could we do? Now, financially, since the existence of church, I've been able to, uh, with the help of our overseers and Scott Scholl, uh, primarily been able to kind of manage uh, our expenditures. And at this point, we are at a place where we have over $200,000 for a future purchase of a building in a very short period of time because of your generosity. And because honestly, sometimes I'm just cheap. <laughs> no, but honestly, it, it, it's like I want to be prepared when that opportunity comes. I want to be able to jump on it and I want to go where God calls us to be. Do y'all know what I'm saying? And so again, I just want to celebrate your generosity, yet I want to inspire you that, hey man, maybe you need to ask the Lord, how could I play a part on a normal basis to, to invest into the future of Echo Church and finding a per permanent location so we can be here to stay. Yeah, and our heart with sharing all this with you today is to be transparent and open and let you in on the behind the scenes. I think it's really important for you to know where the money's going and where we're at and to celebrate all the details and celebrate all those little wins. Another big win for us personally here at the church in 2021 was we created an in-house accountability. So what that is, is we have a board of directors here in Echo. We have overseers. They're um, three sets of pastors that are all lead pastors of different churches that we go to that pastor us for big decisions and things like that because Andy and I need a pastor. But it is really important for us to have that in-house sense of accountability and that is Scott and Jamie Schull and then we have Doug and Debbie um, Beauchene and then we have Eric and Andrea Christensen. And so let's clap for them. Yeah, honor them. And honestly, it's way more than just, okay, you're our board, but they, they celebrate with us, they support us, and most importantly, we appreciate their friendship so much. And so they set time aside monthly, they're praying for us, they're our landing spot for when we're making big decisions and just coming together. And so that's been really important to us, and we didn't want to rush into that, but we feel really good just having that set in place, and it's been an honor to serve alongside you. So thank you 
to our board of directors. And when it comes to the board of directors, you know, the church planning process encourages you to take your time to get to that place and to be where we're at today and to be able to on-ramp them as our board of directors is not only a sense of accountability, but I want to let you know that these individuals that have said yes to the calling of God on their life to be able to serve Echo Church, they're there not just to keep us accountable, but they have a heart for Echo Church. And let me just say it like this for those that aren't catching the drift. They have a heart for you. And honestly, there are this like some extra pastors that are around here wanting to support you and love you and, and really see God's inner work done in completion in your life. And so can we just take one more second and honor our board of directors here? Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, We've kind of looked back, but I want to look a little forward. Uh, we've passed the freshman year and we're entering into our sophomore year. Hallelujah. Uh, some of us have gained weight. Some of us have lost it. I'm waiting for the uh, emails to come in. And uh, we've achieved our goals. We've, we've sensed stability. We've, we've had some experiences and we've shared some, some wins. But the question I have is, well, what, what now? And... I think when we get to a place like that, and, and I want you to envision starting something for the very first time. And again, it could be college. It could have been going to high school. It could be uh, starting your career or being a mom and dad for the first time. There's a few of you that you've gotten to this place called retirement. And, and what happens is when you get there and you get to the place that you once imagined, it's so easy to just put it into overdrive. And begin to just cruise. It's so easy to get into a rut. And, and, and I guess what I was thinking is, is I'm not sure if that's what God wants us to do. I know what's normal in my life. I know when I got to, within my career, like what, what I stopped doing was I stopped imagining maybe what was next in my life because I just wanted to be fully present. Y'all get what I'm saying here today? It's so easy to just get uh, involved with the to-do list. It's so easy to get involved with the everyday ordinary thing and tasks and what you need to do and all the worries and the concerns that it's just so easy to kind of unplug and just begin to coast. And, 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 and when Christy and I were talking about Vision Sunday, we were talking about Echo's word of the year. What, we, what really started kind of boiling within us is this word, imagine, and eventually brought us the Echo word of the year. And, and if y'all didn't get it already and you can't see it on our chest, it's dream again. I don't want to be a church that, that, that gets to this place where we feel really comfortable and just kind of put it in coast. But I want to go ahead and be a church and a collective group of people that say, you know what, let's dream again. I mean, really, when was the last time you dreamt? I mean, when was the last time you just paused and, 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 and maybe forgot about all the achievements you had and start asking the simple question, what if I dreamt again? Does God have a dream for me? And although we've achieved goals and stability and structures, we have direction and we, we, we have had a few wins. And, and, and again, it's, it's just simply not time to coast. It's not time to become passive uh, and put in auto drive, but I believe it is truly time to dream again. And in order to do that, we have to open up our Bibles. And, and, and if you have your scriptures, open it up to Joel chapter two and 
This will be, this will be quick, but very poignant. And Joel, uh, in the Old Testament, this book, what we see is that the world for the Israelites have been shaken. Does anybody relate? I mean, the world that they live, is, live in is extremely uncertain. And then eventually uh, God starts telling his people, return to me. You might, you might feel like you've been taken away from your certainty, your comfort zone. And maybe you're, you're at this place where, where you're maybe not where you used to be, but you're currently at a place where you're, you're semi-okay with. And then eventually God looks at them and says, return to me. And then when he says, when you return to me, rend your heart and not your garments. I just think it's, it's important for us to hear that God is more interested about uh, 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 with your heart than he is with your hands. You know what I'm saying? He's more concerned as you as a person versus what you can provide for him. And then he eventually starts creating these promises for those people that have been shaken and they're uncertain. And he says, I will promise to repay you all the things that have been taken from you. And eventually it comes to Joel 2.28 and it says, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons and daughters also, uh, I'm sorry, your sons will prophesy. Also your daughters, your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I will even pour my spirit on servants, men and women, both. And the one teaching point, the one thing that I wanna make an observation about is this male or female, young or old, free or bound are all supposed to dream and they're all supposed to envision. You're never supposed to stop dreaming. You're never supposed to stop envisioning what is, is in front of you and what God has for you. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I've read this scripture. I've, I've known this scripture in, in essence. I've memorized this scripture. And, and every time I think about old men dreaming and young men envisioning, I've always struggled with this idea. Well, am I old or am I young? <laughs> am I supposed to dream or am I supposed to envision? And I would say, I don't think it matters. What matters is this, is positioning our hearts and minds, not only as a collective group of individuals, but also an indivi as an indiv individual to, to lean into Jesus and say, you know what, you have dreams for me and you want me to envision a plan that you have for me. I'd hate to break it to you, but there is no retirement from dreaming with God. It doesn't matter how old you are and it doesn't matter how young you are. So often, like I said, we get comfortable and we begin to coast and we forget to dream. And I'm just telling us, let's dream again. Let's dream again. So how do we apply this to Echo? Today is all about an invitation. We are inviting you in to the dream. Andy and I have been dreaming a lot. And you know who we've been dreaming for? Is you. We've been dreaming for you every single day, thinking and praying and honestly, just believing for what God has for your life. I want to ask you a few questions. And even today is a great day to take notes, whether it's on your phone or a notebook. But I just want to ask you this. When was the last time that you truly dreamt? And I'm not talking about REM, like I love <laughs> sleep. But when is the last time you set, a time side, set time aside to dream? When is the last time that you had a new vision? for your life, whether it's your career, whether it's your relationship, whether it's for your children, your legacy, 
the calling that God has for you? When was the last time you sought God for the intent in which you are to be directed? What is, or ask him, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? You see, I think in the past couple of years, it's been pretty brutal. And I know from my own life, it's been really easy to get in pilot mode and even just ride the wave of planting our church two and a half years ago and saying like, that's awesome, keep doing it. And it's just that everyday mundane pattern that I live. And in the past 30 days, I have been on my knees saying, God, what's next? I don't want to ride the wave of 2019. I believe God has big things for us in 2022. And the powerful thing is when you evaluate your life, maybe it's even naming out dreams that have come to fruition, dreams that have come true. How did those come true? It's that daily discipline. It's doing it together. It's accountability and letting people into those crazy dreams that seem completely far off and wild, but with God's help and everyone else's help, you can make it happen. Last week, Christy and I took our staff up to a cabin of uh, some individuals that that come to Echo, and they were so gracious to uh, allow us to use their space while it was like negative 25 degrees outside. Uh, with a fireplace, a wood stove. It was beautiful, wood, wood fireplace. And uh, our whole intent to take our team up there was to dream again. And uh, how many of you know that like, you don't really dream unless you intend to dream? Again, yeah, yeah, Christy talked about REM. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the daydream. We're talking about looking at your life and going, what, what's next for, for me? What's next for us? And we went up there and, and uh, we... It took us way longer than, than we anticipated. Uh, we ate some good lunch and we eventually got up there. And when we got to task, I encouraged the team that we were gonna, and instructed them that we're just gonna take an hour, an hour and a half and, and really have truly no agenda. But what we were gonna do is open up to a new journal page and just simply ask one question, God, what dream do you have for us? What dream do you have for me? And I don't know if you've ever done something like this and I've done this on a few occasions but it can really take a wild, it can take you on a wild journey. And, 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 and again, uh, what was so cool and what was so awesome about this week, uh, this, this few days that we are up there is the Lord so clearly spoke to every single one of us. And then when we came back together, it, it felt like the Holy Spirit was, was, was literally like knitting this beautiful crocheted or whatever uh, blanket together of our hearts and our mind and the spirit of, uh, and where Echo Church should go. It was just phenomenal. And as the leader, I, I really sat back and I reserved my thought in some of the things that God told me because I wanted to hear the rest of the team first. And, and I sat back there and, and, and honestly listening to them in absolute wonder of how God was working and his Holy Spirit was just speaking. And I have a lot to say. I just don't have enough time to say it. And, but I'll tell you this one thing. When I closed my eyes and I said, Lord, help me dream again, the first image that I was given was me in the midst of a woods full of systematic planted, systematically planted pine trees it'd be safe to say that it was a pine grove. And, and the very first image was, was me throwing an ax. <laughs> I don't know why, maybe I'm angry, I don't know. Uh, and I hit, I hit a, uh, 
I hit, I hit one of those pine trees. And, and, and again, as the, the image zoomed out, you know, visually, I could see that, that those pine trees were truly planted intentionally. So this whole like concept of trees and, and harvest and, and intentionally placed uh, trees were in my mind. And that very next day uh, when we did another dream session, I was the crazy one that bundled up and decided to go walk out in the negative 25 degree weather. And I'm walking down uh, this pathway. And as I'm praying and I'm seeking the Lord, uh, honestly, just simply listening, I walked past this fallen pine tree now it was a small, it was a small one, but it was the shoot of the pine tree that was now vertical at about a 45 degree angle. And what was significant in what I saw was there were three shoots that came out of the fallen pine tree in systematic order. What I saw was absolutely amazing and it was really simply awesome. It was really cool. But I felt like the Lord began to speak to me and, and say, you know what, it, it's not cool that matters, it's the rooted that matters. And what I saw in this tree was this tree was simply out 45 degrees, degree, angles, uh, degree angle, and then the three shoots, really strong pine trees, you know, really, really strong and tall um, in, in reference, but underneath it, all the roots of those trees were exposed. And when I prayed and I thought, and as we gathered together as a team, we felt like if there was any vision that we could present to Echo Church and its people was this one concept. We're not into being the cool church. We are into being the rooted church. And that will never take place unless we find some intention. And as they brought their thoughts and, and, and we brought ours, we put it to the table towards the end of this really, really short retreat, we were all kind of frustrated, to be honest. We were all like, well, we want, like, we want that to-do list. And, and we, we want, to, like, we want like, the Lord to just show us the structure and, and, and how can we create disciples? How can we help you get rooted to grow in your faith and, and, and truly be, be you know, strong in the midst of this community? And, and we, I, I, honestly, Christy and I, we left pretty disappointed in some respect, like really in wonder at the same time, like, like oh, you know, anxious because we didn't have a good idea what we do next. And, and actually, when I prayed for the last uh, few days, I realized, I think we left frustrated because we would love to have your answer. We'd love to tell you what to do, but the truth be told, you choose if you want to be rooted or not. You choose on whether you want to be established in the word of God. If you want to be that disciple, if you want to be firm in your foundation, with Jesus. And, and we're going to, I can tell you this is you know, the vision of Echo Church is we are going to do what we need to do and what we can do structurally. And we have a lot of those structures and programs in place, but, but I just want to send out that vision to you. And I would say that we did this in a collective way. And it reminded me of a scripture in Acts 15, 28, when a bunch of the apostles gathered together and they talked about these very important things. And at the end, they said this, it seemed good with us and the Holy Spirit. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and us. And then they presented the vision. And that's what I want to do today. I want to bring that to you, saying that it felt as if it, the Holy Spirit and us as your leaders, as a collective group of individuals, that the Lord is calling us to go deeper. 
He's calling us to be rooted. And, and, and I would say this, this is, some, it's not, this is actually, this is the big dream for, for me. It's a big dream for Echo Church that we would create a hundred professional pastors in this place. Now, some of you are like, well, I don't want to be a pastor. <laughs> and I'm not saying you need to quit your job, but I, I sense that this year is a year where we disciple a hundred of you that have professional jobs to go and leave Echo Church on a weekly basis and go pastor the people around them. I want to be that rooted. I want to be that intentional. I want to see that kind of impact in and around us as a church. Can I hear an amen? Our heart today is to help you unlock your dreams, to help you take the lid off the box that you've been living in. Before we do that, I think it's really important to assess where you're at. I think awareness is key. Bob Goff says this, we need to figure out where we are before we can plot our course forward. The next version of you is the one who will pursue the ambitions all the previous versions were unable to accomplish. And why I love that line and that quote is that I want you today to eliminate the the excuses, maybe the voice in your head saying you can't do that, you're gonna fail, maybe it's the voice of other people. And I want you to think ahead. I like action steps, I like a plan, I like a process, that's why I left a little frustrated from our retreat because I just want God to drop down, do this, Christy, and just light it up. But that's not how it works, am I right? But one thing that helps me that we did this week as a team, and this is in Bob Goff's book, Dream Big, is I want you to separate your dreams in three categories. So the first category is easy. The second one- Hey, let me pause. Y'all should write this down. Yes. This is really good. I mean, we all need to dream again. And again, we have our collective dreams. But what about your individual dreams? What did God want you to do? Write this down. This helps you uh, at least put a framework to, to how to dream. Yeah. So first category is easy. The second one is kind of hard. And the third one is seemingly impossible. Andy Casprain is the three categories are for today, tomorrow, And the third is promised land. And I want you to take time in this next week, set time aside, think even right now, when is this going to work in my schedule and when can I explore these things? You see, dreams that are easy are things that you can tackle today. Like mine right now is I really want to learn pottery. And you can laugh and you're like, what? I want to learn pottery. I want to take classes. All I have to do is Google it and sign up for a class and show up. Kind of hard. Like one easy one for me that's kind of hard, but it's discipline is I want to read over 22 books this year because of 2022, because I'm that person. Uh But I want to grow in my faith and I want to set time aside and read books that will challenge me. Seemingly impossible, those are the crazy dreams. Those are the dreams that take years. Those are the dreams that when you're writing, your hand might be shaking. You might have doubt creep in immediately. You know, even personally, we have this chunk of land up north, and I am so overwhelmed by it, but my dreams are massive for that for our family. And it's not materialistic buildings. It's legacy of my family going there for generations. It's going to take decades for us to get to where we want. But God wants to unlock your dreams. And maybe it's things you stuffed down. Maybe it's coming together with someone. But I want to challenge you this year to be a year of breakthrough, to be a year where you chase those dreams, that you dream again. When I think back to freshman year, Christy, I had so many dreams. 
I didn't know how I was going to do it. They were all over the map. And then you get to this point, and I'm 40 years old, and it's really easy just to coast or say those living in the past, anyone be around someone occasionally where all they talk about are past stories? Drives me crazy. I want to be like, what is God calling to you, calling you to now? What is God calling you to tomorrow? I love the stories, but those were lessons. God has new lessons for you right now. So we wear this as a daily reminder that I am called to dream again. I want to teach my girls to dream. I want to ask them, what is your dream and how can we help you? But it, it's all about us owning that. We need to own our vision. We need to own our dreams. We need to own the weightiness of it. God is giving us a responsibility here. And I love this community, but every single week, I think of the empty seats. And maybe it's your dream to have the boldness to call out people. This is going to be a year of us calling you to more, calling you to uncomfortable, calling you to pastor. A big one that I want everyone in this room to experience is that you repeat what has been done for you. And when I say that, have you ever led someone to the Lord or prayed out loud with a friend? You are all capable, and God wants you to use your story and sharing what he's done and then say, do you want that in your own way? And I will help you with it. It scared me to death on how to do that. I always felt like I needed to know more or be better, but God wants to use you today. There's a verse that I have been reading every single day for my dream again, and it's Ephesians 3.20. It says, God can do anything you know, far more than you could ever imagine, or guess, or request in your wildest dreams. What seeds are you holding on today that God wants to plant? Even identifying the season of life that you're in. What's in your garden? What lights you up? I challenge you even to have, what is your personal purpose and mission? Mine is walking alongside people and helping you live out to your fullest potential. That's like Christy Cass' mission statement. And that's me helping you see the dreams that God has for you. That's me having you come to Echo Culture and walking alongside you and showing you that we need you. People need you. So we invite you today into this story, into this vision. This isn't our vision. We hope that this is your vision, that we want to dream again. We want to dream together, but we need you to dream with us. Jesus, today, it seems good to the Holy Spirit and us that we dream again. Lord, I sense there are some individuals here that um, years ago, they let a dream die. They, all, they have the reasons, they have excuses, but today is that invitation that you would birth within us this desire to move as you move, to dream as you dream, and we'd be the people that you've called us to be in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Will you stand up, Echo Church.
We can dream with God because we're surrendered with God and to God. And every week we invite those who feel far from God to take a step towards God uh, with this simple prayer. And I wanna invite you to pray that along with me as we pursue Jesus first in our life. And again, if you know it, you can say it with me. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. Let's take the next few moments and let the Lord continue what he started in your heart and your mind this morning.
the start of the year, Jamie and I did this, uh, we started this Bible study, this like daily read some scripture and then there's a podcast. And so we've been going through this idea and so we're a month basically in and there's this theme that sticks out to me a ton in scripture, which is people are in the midst of the miracle and they don't know. People are in the midst of God doing something awesome and they're just kind of, it's, it's oblivious. And what it got me thinking about was God was doing a miracle when we met at Willow Creek and we got to be a part of it and now we can look back. And God did a miracle when we were stuck at home and nobody could see anybody. And I think we're in the midst of God doing a miracle right now too. And I don't wanna miss it. I don't want it to be something where I look back later on and go, oh, God was doing this cool thing. No, I wanna be, I wanna be cognizant right now that God wants to move and do something awesome and do something incredible and honestly blow our minds with what he could do. And so when we sit here on Vision Sunday for 2022, I just don't wanna miss that God is ready and able and willing and in the midst of doing a miracle right now. So I just wanna, I think that's the thought, right? That's the, the vision of what Pastor Andy and Pastor Christy shared with us today. And I think there's, man, God's got big things for 2022. I, I think about somebody who maybe said that prayer for the first time today. Can we celebrate somebody who took that step? That is a miracle. That is amazing. You know who else we want to celebrate? We want to celebrate those that came in the door for the first time. Welcome to Echo. We're so glad you're here. This is a little different than normal, but I'm glad you were here because this is rad and I loved every second of it. 